Are you excited? Anticipating? We had any kids in here excited about Christmas morning? Some of you do weird things. I know the, the Pastor Steck and his family always do Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve morning, and then they focus on the Christmas story of the Bible on Christmas Day. I'm old school. Boy, tonight, that's why we do 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock. Y'all, I got plans tonight. See, at home, we got, we got stuff to eat. I don't know about your families, but it seems like my family's traditions around Christmas all have to do with food. And we do the same game every year. My wife calls all the kids and asks them, listen, we're not going to do it all this year. Everybody gets to pick their one thing. But then we do it all anyway. We, we got tons of stuff. We're going to be eating food tonight and snacks and all sorts of wonderful things. She'll make wassail. She's been saying she's not making wassail, but I guarantee the wassail's probably already started. And it's going to smell beautiful in the house tonight. We love it. We'll get our pajamas on. You know that there's a present under the tree for everybody, and we open them tonight, this one present, and they all have pajamas in them. Everybody gets new Christmas pajamas on Christmas Eve at our house. We run and put them on and come out in our Christmas Eve stuff, and we, uh, we play some games, and then we stop and we read some of the, the poems of Christmas, some of the traditional fun things, and then, uh, then we'll finally settle in to do the most spiritual thing we can do and watch Elf. <coughs> And then, and then finally we're falling asleep, but, but then when we finally get the kids to bed, Julie always has, I don't know where she gets them from, I don't know when she goes and buys them, but she has, all of a sudden she's got, you gotta help me, and we've got laundry baskets of stuff that I didn't know where they came from, they come out. And they're the stuff that so supposedly Santa brought. Do we put them out there? And then the kids in the morning, we start our morning with a, a song. I've told you this over the years. We have a song. It's uh, uh, Rich Mullins' song. It's called, You Gotta Get Up, You Gotta Get Up, You Gotta Get Up. It's Christmas morning. And since our kids were little, they knew they weren't allowed to come down the stairs until the song played. And you could hear them at the top of the stairs at like 6.30. And I'd be like, no. And they'd be rambling. And they'd, they couldn't come down. And you'd hear them. And then finally about 7 o'clock, I'm like, all right. So I, I start the song. As soon as the first notes of the song hit the speakers, they all come flying down the steps. It's Christmas Day. We anticipate Christmas. And I love all the trappings of it. I know religiously we're supposed to be all serious all the time. I like everything about Christmas. I know the real story, and I know the real reason behind it all. But it just gives me so much more joy to enjoy all of it then. All of the fun things as well as all the beautiful spiritual things. We'll stop tomorrow morning after we open a few presents, eat some brunch. We'll stop and read Luke chapter 2 together as a family. But we enjoy opening presents I look forward to uh, the big ones. You know the big ones? I don't know if your family does that. It's kind of like the movie uh, Christmas Story, right? Everything's done. All the wrappers are all over the place. And Dad says, hey, what's that? What's that behind the desk? And you know there's that one more big gift, right? And he goes over and he gets the BB gun and everybody says, you'll shoot your eye out. But there's always that big Christmas gift. I can't wait to tomorrow morning. I have something I've been planning for a long time for Julie, and I'm just so excited about that moment when she gets to open her present. She gets to see what I've been working on. We love those things, and I've always wanted to do this, so today I decided I was going to give a gift away, and I know right away you're going to say, not fair. We all don't get one. Get over it. It's my choice, my gift, so I get to give a gift away. 
a surprise, right? I think that's what's so beautiful about Christmas. We enjoy giving these gifts to one another that we love. We love surprising people with maybe something they've really wanted. But the beauty of Christmas really is that gift, the gift of all gifts that God sent his son, Jesus. We've been talking on Sundays here how he didn't send him to the palace. He didn't send him to a golden cradle. He sent him to a no-name town in a, in a manger. What a beautiful start, though, because he's approachable. He's reachable. He wasn't in a palace so that you and I know that we can find him. We can get to him. He is here for us, the Bible says. And that gift means everything. The fact that God would reach down and give us everything we truly ever needed and that we actually, our hearts, desire. The Bible says God has put himself on the hearts of every person. So every person, even that hardest, meanest uh, atheist that you might know that says, I don't believe in God, there is no such thing. God has put himself in the heart of that person and their deepest longing is to know him. And he's given us that gift. And I say this every year, but I've never really followed through with it. So uh, this gift actually is for Jeremiah. Jeremiah, would you come and take this? I want to give this to you. Merry Christmas. You got to share with your sisters or they're going to be mad. Okay. You don't have to open it now. Matter of fact, you can open it. You're very welcome. You wait until tomorrow though, okay? Make sure he waits till tomorrow morning to open that. I just wanted to give a gift away. That's what God wanted to do. And he did it. God did everything from the the planning and the purchasing and all that stuff. God did everything, wrapped it up in a nice little bow and sent it to us. But this morning, or this now it's late in the afternoon, the key is that it has to be received. I've always said that, but I wanted to show you today. I called called Dad a couple days ago. I said, hey, you guys coming? Which service you coming to? Because I want to give Jeremiah a gift. And he told me, well, well, he called me back later and found out I got permission from the wife. It's going to be 2 o'clock. Okay, you're coming at 2. All this time I had the present. All this time I'd had it wrapped. All this time I'd had it prepared. But friends, Jeremiah needed to be here today. And when I asked him, he needed to come and receive it. Now it's his. You might say, well, it was his when you planned to give it to him. Yeah. But he didn't get it until he received it. And that's what I want to leave you with today is the question of Christmas. The wonder of Christmas truly is Jesus Christ here for us, but have you received him? It's truly not enough that God sent his son. You must receive him. The Bible says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to be called the children of God. This Sunday we're going to talk about the wonder of a name. We're going to learn about the name Jesus and how name changes are important. But has your name changed? Has he given you a new name? That's my offer to you today. If you haven't received that perfect gift of Christmas, receive it today. It's not enough to know all about it. You have to actually receive it as your own. How do you do that? Well, the Bible makes it clear you've got to receive it through faith and through asking. The Bible says anyone who calls upon his name, he will save Has there been a time in your life where you've asked Christ to forgive you of your sin, come into your life as Savior and Lord? You do that through a simple prayer. Uh, There's no magic prayer. I can't give you one that you have to say. It needs to come from your heart. But it needs to include things like that. Dear Lord, I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of my sin. Come into my life as my Savior and my Lord. And if you do that today, that's your moment of receiving. Yes, God gave it to you, but 
Have you received it yet? Take it as your own. And when you do that, the Bible makes a whole bunch of new promises. You've been given a new name. You're no longer just so-and-so. You're child of God. (laughs) You're a son of God or a daughter of the king. Have you received that new name? 